0: let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. It's Thursday, so that means real life daters are coming on to share their real, sometimes shocking, and always unfiltered experiences. Think you're alone out there? Think you're the only one whose ex hooked up with your mom or whose last date ended up being a catfish? Think again.
1: Very. I am anonymous. I'm 28 years old. I live in Dallas, Texas, and I'm going to share um, a story of kind of, it was more of a dangerous situation. I was in um, on a date with someone who seemed very, very far from anything dangerous. Um, so uh, looking forward to sharing. Hopefully it can help some people.
0: Yeah. I'm seriously so glad that you reached out and the email you wrote me, I was like, yes, we absolutely need to talk about this because right. Exactly. It's exactly what you said. This person didn't seem like they Mm -hmm. would be dangerous. And Mm -hmm. uh, you got yourself, you not got yourself, you found yourself in a very dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunately a very common experience Mm -hmm. that people have in dating and, and with dating apps. And it's not talked about nearly enough, I think. There's a lot of people who experience it are embarrassed or feel like they did something wrong to get them into this situation. And Mm -hmm. so it's embarrassing to talk about like, that's not the case. Bad things happen to good people. Mm -hmm. And the more we can like spread awareness of like what to look out for and like just kind of even just talking about it and having the conversation of this is a reality that this could happen. I think the more we'll all be aware of like what to do to prevent it. So true. Yeah. So, okay. Take me back to the beginning. How did this person come into your life?
1: So yes, back in November of uh, last year, so November of 2022, um, it was about two weeks before Thanksgiving. I had downloaded Hinge um, for probably the third or fourth time in my life. Um, Really was just in a place in my life where I actually did want to meet someone, um, was very set with my job and just everything with my living situation I was going to be knew I was going to probably be living in Dallas for the foreseeable future um so just really ready to meet someone and and you know to do lifeless so yes I downloaded hinge um you know was swiping through one day saw this guy right right away his profile kind of struck me right off the bat um he was everything I you know love looks wise (laughs) very cute um just seemed like he very much had his life together. Um, He had a really good job. He was getting his MBA. Um, Seemed like he liked some of the same activities as me based on his profile. And then the coolest thing of all was he was from Wisconsin, and that's where I'm from. And if you live in Dallas, it's very few and far between that you will meet someone from Wisconsin, let alone the Midwest. Um, So, of course, I sent him a like. I think I said something like, oh, hey, another Wisconsinite in Dallas. Um, great to see you. And within like an hour, I think he he liked me back or however that works on Hinge. Um, and yeah, we, we started chatting for about two days and then he asked me out. So I was very excited. Um, and then the following weekend, we ended up getting brunch for our first date, which I thought was really cool because most of the first dates have gone on they're like, oh, let's go grab a drink. And it's at night at like 8 p.m. But yeah, we met for brunch. Yeah, Um,
0: brunch is like a mature first date. Oh, daylight and a meal. Like what a concept. Yeah.
1: So true. So that too was very impressive. Um, So yeah, we met for brunch and it was, you know, sometimes you're going to date and it's super awkward. And the conversation, you have a hard time keeping it going. This was completely the opposite. Right away, we just completely clicked like, he had the same personality as me. We had the same sense of humor. It's like, we'd known each other for like our whole lives. And he wasn't like, like, I'm going to describe him as like a great guy. Cause he, what he was, what I thought a great guy until or the very last time we saw each other. Um, he was dressed like super preppy, like just really looked like he had it together. Um, very respectful, like pulled out the chair for me. Like Opened my car door when we got back to the car. Um, like just a quote unquote great guy. So I was really excited. We had a fantastic first date. Um, right after I left, I texted him, told him that, and then we already had our second date planned for the next week. Um, which was coffee again, a very like mature, like safe date. So we met for coffee again, had just a fantastic time. Um, And it was, like, he was very, too, like, respectful in the way that he didn't try to, like, make moves at me. Like, we didn't kiss at the first or second date, um, you know, uh, to the point... Did that
0: concern you at all?
1: It did, actually. Yeah. It's like he didn't really give me anything that he was even attracted to me. I was like, is he... You know, are we in the same place as far as what we want? Um, So that was a concern to me. But I think the amount he was texting me, um, like he texted me quite a bit. It it was showing me that he was interested in. So I just chalked it up to maybe he's nervous. um, Maybe he's just being respectful.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's such a tricky thing because I think it's very common. I'd say like probably like 50% of first dates don't end with a kiss, but then you get in your head about it. And then if the second date happens and it also doesn't happen, like you're like, oh my God, like are they not into me? Like, or are they waiting for me to do it? But like, why do I have to do it? Like, and sometimes it just doesn't happen. Like the moment isn't there. Like the Uber comes and it's awkward. Like there are all these things that could get in the way so I do often see people like overthinking that yes, scenario.
1: Exactly, and I thought too the re- like the fact that our dates were during the day. Maybe that played a factor. There just wasn't yeah. an opportunity, but but yeah, I I it was slightly a concern
0: for me. Yeah did did you know like what was what he was doing at nights since your days were, dates yes. were during the day?
1: And this was the thing too. So when I asked him like what he did outside of work, um, and granted a little backstory, he had just moved to Dallas two weeks prior to our first date, um, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh he said he didn't really know anyone here. Um he literally told me he spends his weekends and nights either working or studying. Like Got it, it sounds like okay. he described himself as a hermit that never leaves his apartment. So oh my God. <laughs> super like
0: nerdy, like safe guy, like no red flags at all. And that's almost like, Oh, I don't have to worry about him going on dates with other it people. Happens. I know. it's yeah. so true. Yeah. Okay. So what happens after the second date? Yes. Yeah. So
1: after the second date, I was going to be going back home uh, to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving, um, for about a week. And I was kind of bummed. Like I was excited, but I was bummed. Cause I really wanted to keep progressing with him. Um, but he said, Oh, we'll do something when you get, when you get back. And then basically the whole time I was gone, um, he texted me literally nonstop, like four or five times a day. We were texting back and forth. Um, What the day, like two days before I left, he said, Oh, why don't you come over? You know, when you get back, there was a football game on. He said, we can watch the football game together. I was like, great. That sounds really fun. Um, So I got back to Dallas and again, we were texting talking about our date Um, But the day after I got back, I got a text from him super just randomly that said, hey, the more I've been thinking, I'm just super busy in my life and I don't have time for relationship right now, but would love to still be friends. And of course, I was really, really bummed. Um, But I mean, I did enjoy my time with him. So I thought, well, I guess we can still be friends and maybe it'll lead to something more once he is done with school and whatnot, which it's never a good
0: idea when you like someone and you just to yep. help. You, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. I, I am guilty of doing this in, in many past experiences well, too, where like, it's like, Oh, they want to be friends. Like, okay. Yeah, sure. They don't know me well enough yet to like want to date me anyway. Right. That makes sense. So like the more I hang around, yeah, they're going to change their mind.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and too, like, I've done that in the past too. And it's where I've, been friends with someone for months at a time just hoping it would work out and yeah. it never does and then that's like 3 months
0: wasted so yeah do you think it was that was a genuine thought that he had of like I'm too busy but I like hanging out with you cuz I I feel like f- putting myself in your shoes of like this person said we'll hang out when we get back and then texted the whole time and things mm-hmm. were great. And then you get back and then you're hit with this. Like that would have really confused me and like upset. Yeah. Me.
1: It really confused me a lot. It was like, even that same day, he texted me that like we were texting all morning and then at like 8 PM, he just sent me this text and very much blindsided.
0: Yeah. That's so hard. And it's like, that makes you want to ask so many questions, but it's like, is there really an answer? And is there an answer that's going to satisfy you?
1: Yeah. And I did, he, granted, he was very busy in his life. I mean, my theory was maybe he did really like me too, but um, I know for guys, sometimes they like to have their lives in place first before they date. So I kind of chalked it up to that, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was still unfortunate.
0: Yeah. So did you become friends?
1: Well, we, So I texted him back. I said, totally understand, um, would love to still be friends. And then I said, uh, we should definitely hang out again sometime. And I exactly. never heard back from him. Um, so again, I that kind of told me, wow, maybe he really doesn't want to see me ever again. Um, but then a month later, I shouldn't have done this, but I did. I shot him a text, said, hey, how's it going? <laughs> How are you settling in? to dallas and did you ever get christmas um and like literally a minute later he texts me right back very nice text great um and that was kind of the starting point of like two ish months of texting back and forth several times a week
0: You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic, and when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning, and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend, who happens to be a doctor, And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair. Hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrifull.com and enter the promo code Seeing Other People. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N U T R A F O L, promo code Seeing Other People. That's Nutrifull.com, promo code Seeing Other People. Brave the uncomfortable. in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started Presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a Presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, Presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know, because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to PresentlyBracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y Bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. Vermont Grown Sunset Lake CBD
1: Not hanging out, just basically texting back and forth. Um we did end up getting coffee at one point during that two month period and yeah, it was great. Like just like our second date. Like hit it off, had a great conversation, had a great time. Um and then it basically went back to continuous texting um until gosh, what was it? end of this past March, um, he finally asked me if I wanted to go and get wine and a charcuterie board with him at this place I told him that I really liked. So of course, I was like over the moon, excited, um, thinking it was like more date vibes, and maybe he actually does want to date. Um, So yeah, went out, got the wine, got the board, and it was probably the best time we ever had spent together. It was like you know, when you just match someone's energy and like, it's just like electric. between. It's hard to describe, but like, like the conversation was just on fire. And like, we just, it was, I could tell he could feel there was something more there too that night.
0: Um, Did you talk about like the two of you at all? Like, did you talk about how things like quote unquote ended and the friends? No, you didn't. No, was we just, kept it yeah.
1: very surface. Um, not okay. even like he didn't flirt at all. Like it was very, very friendship-like. Um, okay. So then we left the restaurant. I assumed I'd be going back to my car. He said, hey, let's go to this little market um, nearby. So we went there, had a really fun time, like just walking around this grocery store. Like it was, I don't know. Every time I was with him, I had such a great time. And um, he was just... I don't know. It's kind of sad to think because he was really fun to hang out with. Um, yeah, then he brought me back to my car. We hugged and parted ways. Um, and I, I left thinking, wow, well, well, am I not going to see him again for another two, three months? Or like, what happens right. next? Does he like me? But
0: question about when you left? Because I have been in like a similar situation yeah. with a quote unquote friend after going on dates, mm-hmm. but then not, and then becoming friends, and then talking and hanging out, yeah. um, like having flashbacks right now. Um, were you questioning, like, was that a date? I
1: was, I was like, was that a date? Um, like does he like me like. as more than a friend? Like, I mean, it w- the bill wasn't cheap and he like paid for it. I'm like, right. Was yeah, I was definitely a little confused after that.
0: Yeah, it's like you're not just going out and doing these things with a friend,
1: exactly. I mean, you and know, it doesn't
0: feel like that with a friend,
1: you know, like any other guy friend. I think of like if I went out with him to get wine and like a fancy board, like I'd be like, okay, this is kind of weird,
0: but yeah, this is awkward. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, so next,
1: yes, so. Two days later, he texted me, said, "Hey, do you want to go out for drinks on Monday?" Of course, again, I was just thrilled, um, so excited. I was also, thinking, sounds like a date again. I, I know. I was like, "Okay, I think he's maybe wanting a little bit something more." So, um, comes to the the night before the date, um, and to to preface, every time we did text, it was very friendship like, like there was no flirting nothing at all it was all kind of fun and like very um he was kind of a funny guy so it was all it was very comical um but Mm. so the night before the date he texted me and said uh what are you gonna wear tomorrow um just want to make sure I'm not overdressed or underdressed so I said oh I'll probably wear something um you know kind of casual but nicer I mean the place we were going was a little bit more upscale um, so then he texted me back and said oh well I was kind of hoping you'd wear one of your casual dresses because you look really hot in them and I was like
0: okay no. hello
1: <laughs> I'm going somewhere um so I was also, like okay
0: wait weird how he played that where he's like what are you gonna wear and you told him he's like okay yeah but no wear that instead yeah. <laughs> like that's that's where it's yeah no way where this story goes right that's, but in hindsight, I'm sure that didn't raise a flag at all. You're just like, cool, oh, no. out of the friend zone, like sick.
1: I was thrilled. I couldn't even sleep. I was like, Yes, he's like
0: He's, he's it, like out I'm out in. Of the friend yeah. Zone. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: Yep. So the next day comes, to the date. Um could barely focus on work all day. I was just thrilled. Um, so get to the date, he gets there. Again, just had the absolute best time with him. Um, you know, we got drinks. Well, to preface, we got there, got two drinks, um, just had a really good conversation. I don't think I've ever laughed more when I was with a guy in my life, Um, just had a great time. So then we were getting ready to leave. He said, hey, let's go to that same store we went to last time Um, because he needed some things. So I was like, okay, cool. So we drove to the store, walked around, got his stuff. And that's when he said, now, granted, it was already getting a little late. He said, why don't we go back to the bar for another drink before we leave? Um, So I'm usually not one to drink like more than two glasses of wine. But I figured, you know, we broke it up a little bit. I'm feeling fine. So let's do it. Um, So we go back, sit down, order our drinks. Again, just good conversation. Um his first drink he got, he got, I think an old fashioned, he literally just like slammed it. Like it was gone in like 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, I I didn't really peg him to be a super big drinker. Um, Mm -hmm. So then he orders another one right off the bat. While I'm still finishing my first glass of wine. Um, And then he he literally like slammed the next one as well. And by this time I can tell he's getting a little bit drunk. he like picked a fight with some girls next to us started like for like the smallest thing um which was weird and then we had another girl come up to us and she I don't know what she asked us something I can't remember at this point but um she made some kind of reference like oh well you guys are a couple and he right away goes oh no we're not a couple like he was interested in her or something and yeah so that was Next. a little disheartening um but then I I like I, like this the rest of the night still it's still a little bit vague to me um I don't know like at some point he was like it transitioned to him like all of a sudden turning up the flirting very high with me um like he started rubbing my leg he started like stroking my hair <laughs> like I it was like nothing I'd ever like he was almost like a, different,
0: like a completely different person. Yeah, it's like hard
1: to describe. Like he was like a yeah. different person. Like he was being rude to people at the bar, but yet he was, and then he came like very strong onto me. Um, and at this point I started to feel, I wasn't feeling myself. I was like kind of having trouble focusing. Um, I got extremely tired, which is rare of me. Like if I'm out and even if I have a few drinks, like I am fine, but I was getting, super tired um and then he like all of a sudden just came in and like kissed me very aggressively um and like pulled my hair like in front of everyone in the bar and I was like this is really weird but I don't know at the time still I was like so into him I was like oh wow he really likes me now but um yeah so then we got up to leave and I got up could barely keep my balance like I fell over in the bar like and that's not like me either like even if I do have more to drink than usual like I'm very much aware and like have my balance yeah. but I could tell something was wrong and at the time I think I was just thinking wow maybe I like didn't eat enough for dinner maybe this wine's really hitting me um but yeah something was definitely not right so
0: we do you walked- think that yeah. people- in the bar could tell that something was not right with the situation or do you think they just mm-hmm. thought, like wow these people are just like really drunk on a date
1: honestly i i don't rem- i don't know because i yeah. just i couldn't focus i my memory yeah. is very like not clear of the rest of that night um which i know is like a symptom of like when your drink does get drugged like yeah it's the your memory it's one one of the yeah. things um but anyway so we walked back to his car Like, literally the whole way we're walking, I could barely keep my balance. Um, And then he just kept, I just remember him, he just kept pulling my hair and, like, kissing me very aggressively.
0: Um... due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across, and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? episode of dateable season 15 episode 10 is it chemistry or anxiety guys this podcast is incredibly relatable insightful and oftentimes hilarious wherever you start dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you you can subscribe and listen to episodes on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts every wednesday and sunday so check out dateable and thank me later
1: and then i think i fell over again on the sidewalk and he helped me up, but, um, I, I dropped my purse and when I fell and I never picked it up. Um, so, and I didn't realize it at the time, which is unlike me too because I'm very like territorial over my person. It had like my phone and my whole life in it. So, um, we get back to his car, we get in his car. Um, he's trying to like really make the moves on me. um, And I'm clearly not okay. Like, I could barely stay alert and awake. And I think he realized that I, he was not, I think his intention was to have a hookup in his car that night. Um, Because even on the way back, he was like, oh, we can F-U-C-K in my car when we get back. And um, yeah, I was, when we got back, I was literally just not okay. Like, I could barely
0: stay alert. Um, And then... He was like, oh, well. Question. Yeah. Did he say that to you? At what point in the night did he say that?
1: When we were walking back to his car.
0: You're already walking back. You're already, like, too far gone. It's not like he said.
1: Yeah, I take that back. We were at the bar, and for some reason, we were communicating by texting each other, even though we were right next to each other, which is very weird, because I read these texts when I eventually got my phone back. Um, And he said something like he there was a text from it that said like oh well um there's plenty of room in my car for us and
0: got it um but yeah. you were already like the multiple glasses of wine and everything Yep, so it, exactly. this wasn't before when you could like consciously decide no. what to do with that got it not Okay. A,
1: no yeah. yeah so yeah so then we were back in his car um I think he realized I was not okay and he wasn't going to get late that night um so he was driving back to my car, even though I literally was clearly not okay to drive. Um,
0: Sounds like he wasn't either. Oh, he
1: wasn't at all. I don't even know how he made it home that night, honestly. Um So really I funny. told him, I realized I forgot my, like, I didn't know where my purse was. So I said, hey, I don't have my purse. And at this point, he got, ext- he started, he just got, he like snapped. Like he got super upset with me and he started yelling at me. Like I was, he was like, what the F, like how could you lose your purse? Like literally yelling at me. Um, And then he's like, well, get out of my car. And I was like, what? Like, I don't have keys. I don't have a phone. I don't have anything. Like we're in the middle of downtown Dallas. I, we're just not safe. And I don't even know where we are. And I told him that, and he was like, get the F out of my car. So at this point I was getting, I was a little scared. Um, So I got out of his car and was just alone in the city at like 11 o'clock at night um didn't have a phone didn't have keys so and could barely like keep stay alert or keep my balance um so i, I must have fell in some bushes or something because the next thing i remember was being woken up by uh the paramedics asked me if i was okay and what happened
0: oh my god yeah what, what time in the night or morning did they find you
1: this was about midnight.
0: About midnight, so I got yeah. later. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I I truly know now. Like at the time I was thinking I must have just the wine must have just hit me, but I know now like I know for sure that he drugged my drink. Um just based off not being able to remember anything, like I've never experienced like how I felt ever in my life since the day I started drinking um even the next day I like couldn't even stand up like i literally laid on the couch all day and like couldn't do anything
0: did you say anything to him so i or didn't hear have my, him i
1: didn't have my phone oh. um yeah. yeah so i couldn't do anything and that too i couldn't call anyone i couldn't call my mom i couldn't call anyone to come and get me cuz i didn't have a phone um and then when the paramedics arrived they were like is there someone we can call for you and I was like, "Oh, you can call my mom." And they're like, "Well, what's her number?" And I was like, "I I don't know. I don't remember." Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I I they took me just to the police station to stay until I they could contact someone for me, which was an so awful.
0: scary. It was
1: very scary. Um, oh and God. finally they were able to get a hold of my mom. I don't know how, but she called me an Uber home, so
0: wait, I'm like about to cry. <laughs> Yeah, it was
1: really not a fun time, but um, oh but God. yeah, it was it was unfortunate. And I'm no, so I sorry. I never heard I had from to go through that. Yeah, because wow. I did end up getting my phone back. Or actually, my mom ended up. My mom called him at like two in the morning because I always text her when I get back from like a date or if I'm gonna be out late, and she talked to him. Um,
0: How did she have his number? You like gave it to her? I did.
1: Yeah. Um, she, she's, she was like, Oh, can you, whenever I like go with a guy, she's like, Oh, can, can I have his number? Just
0: just in case. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, I guess she told me when she called him, he was being just a jerk to her and he was making up all these stories. Um, and then she did ream him out quite a bit, apparently, which I'm go going mom.
0: to go. Go, Mom. Go, Mom Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't. Believe- it's so interesting because you hear about there's all these things you can do to protect yourself on right. a date, like telling a friend or a family member where you're going. Like you yeah. took it one step further and your mom had his yeah. number. Exactly. And it's like, there's, you can do all of these things and still end up in a horrible situation it's so
1: true Mm -hmm.
0: like alone in the bushes at 11 at 11 p.m in Dallas exactly
1: I know it's crazy but um but yeah I just wish there was a way I could have like I even called the restaurant we were at or the bar we were at the next day or like a few days later after I was like okay again um Mm. and asked if they had like cameras where I could like see if he actually did that because I was if I would have had proof I would have press charges or done something, you know?
0: Yeah. Did you think about like going to the hospital to get labs done or anything like that? Yeah. the I, time you did, it was like too late.
1: At the time, I I didn't. Um, I I just, between my yeah. being lost and
0: just getting... I mean, there was a lot going on. There was <laughs> like,
1: a lot, but yeah. No, I just, I hope and pray he never, he hasn't done that or will do that to anyone again, but, you know...
0: Did you report him on hinge?
1: I did not. I had, so I had deleted my hinge. Um, mm. He had actually told me he deleted his hinge too. So,
0: got it. Ugh, yeah. I'm so sorry. What, I mean, do you think in hindsight, like there was anything you could have done differently? I mean, obviously, this wasn't your fault. Right. It was something that happened to you. Mm-hmm. But like, I, cause I don't even know what, you could have done differently. And I'm sure you've thought about it endlessly.
1: Yeah. It's so true because I feel like there's been guys I've gone out with that pose, like they might be borderline, you know, dangerous. Like if it's been like a first date, but especially this guy, because he had absolutely like you would like, even my mom, when I told him about her, when I told her about him, like when we, I first met him, she's like, Oh man, he sounds so perfect for you. Like I wish you two would get together. Like, Literally the perfect guy. Um, But yeah, I think maybe, I don't know. It's hard. I think that's a good question. Like, I don't know what I could have done.
0: Um, Because it's not even like, oh, I don't have more than two drinks on a first or second date. Like, you had talked to this person for months and met him multiple times, both with alcohol and without. Right. It's so true. I mean, I think maybe if
1: I, once I did start feeling off, maybe... I know, like, I could have said something to the bartender or like someone else there. Like, I think something's wrong. Um, but again, at the time, I,
0: I was just and even like, yeah. even that's hard because if he's there, it's unless you go to the bathroom and someone else is in the bathroom with yeah, you.
1: It's so true. But um, Ugh. but yeah, I mean, as as scary as the night was, it was. I am honestly glad it happened because it was a really big wake up call for me personally yeah. um i think before that night like i didn't live a very good life to be honest like i was very selfish like super materialistic um kind of only cared about like my image um and just that night was a really huge wake up call to really work on myself and just be a good person because that's who the kind of person i want to attract like I know I said the first time I met him, it was like, I met the male version of myself. And honestly, like he was, I mean, he too was very into himself, very self-centered. Um, so I think just right now I'm kind of taking a break from dating and focusing on being a better person in all aspects of my life. So in the end, I think that night was a blessing.
0: I and mean, I mean, hearing you say that now, like that I'm, I'm so proud of you for being able to have that mindset about it Mm -hmm. and use this negative thing and turn it into a positive because some people would just be like, Oh, well like fuck men, they suck and like screw him and like, Mm -hmm. whatever that, like this thing's not going to happen to me twice. I can just keep going. But you're, you use this as an opportunity to like pause and take a step back and reflect and and also say like, this could have gone even worse. Exactly.
1: Right. I know. I mean, I feel like, the last few years, there's been a lot of my life that I've worked hard for and that I had, and I literally could have lost it all that night.
0: Um, if I mean, I know he got home safe, but I thank God you got out of his car.
1: I know. So true. I mean, if I would have stayed and he could have taken me somewhere and it could have been a lot worse. Yeah.
0: What do you think? Like, do you think he had bad intentions the whole time? Like, how do you think in his mind? Yeah we got there.
1: I think he, I think he did have bad intentions the whole time, to be honest. I think he had the whole night planned out. Um, just seeing that he suggested to leave, go to the store and then come back for that second drink. Um, I, and the fact that he did want to go out so quickly after the previous time he went out when it literally has had taken us months to even get coffee. Um, yeah. I think he did have it all planned out, honestly. Where he
0: was like, oh, like, I have this girl in the palm of my hand. Like, this will be easy.
1: Yep. even just given his text the night before. um, Yeah. yeah. Because honestly, like, the whole time we were together, up until that last, that second part at the bar, like, he didn't even make moves on me at all. Like, didn't even flirt with me. Didn't even tell me I looked nice. Like, totally very much friendship vibes.
0: Yeah how do you think you might approach dating differently when you do decide to get back out there after this experience and and this healing?
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, with this past one, uh, this guy and then the previous ones, the previous guys I've dated before that, I not to be rude. They were all very much F boys. I have a very big, I, I, I like, I have a history of dating, the bad boys and that's what I'm attracted to and I mean there has have been times where I've gone out with very respectful very nice guys um well granted this last guy was like that too but um I think for me I'm just if someone's not going to give me the attention like the time and the effort I deserve in a relationship and that I'm looking for like I'm not going to waste my time like this past guy who this happened with um Yes, he was nice. Yes, he was respectful. But he would go. I mean, even as friends, he would go two weeks without texting me. Like I text him, say what's up. Like he, and then he just dip. And then even the way, you know, the first few weeks we went out. Um, and then he told me he just wanted friends. Went like, just I want someone who's gonna want me back and the right way, and who's gonna respect my values and just me as a person. And it's not gonna be all about like, oh you look so hot or like about image um, who's just going to like me for me. So I think that's how I'm going to approach dating. Um, again, taking a break from the apps. I've been going to more, That's too. I've been going to more events like in the city, like in Dallas that where I can meet healthy people. Like I yeah. am Christian. So I have been going to church events. I am into fitness. so I've been going to different workouts and just where I can meet people who obviously have the same values and beliefs as me.
0: I love that so much. And you're doing, I think everything that people who end up getting into really healthy relationships Mm -hmm. with like-minded people who value the same thing, like you're doing all of the things that would get you there. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy to do. And it's crazy how often it takes going through something terrible in order to get there
1: it's so true no I think every experience especially this last one has been a huge learning lesson and um I just feel like it's in the end gonna help me on the journey to finding the right person
0: well I'm really proud of you and I'm just really grateful that you were able to come here and share your story uh, because like like we said in the beginning it's something that unfortunately it happens Right. and it's not talked about enough and mm-hmm. it, it's like the intention in, in talking about it isn't to scare people of right. like beware of date rape drugs and yeah. bad people and all these exactly. things but it's like we do have to kind of shake ourselves and and get reminded every once in a right. while of yeah we're meeting up with people that we don't know it's and true. we don't know their past we don't know their intentions right. we don't know when they're being truthful or like or lying we don't know
1: It's so true. And I think, um, just, yeah, like I really wanted to come here just to bring awareness, um, just that you can never be too careful and really be cautious when you approach dating, especially when it's online.
0: Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like, again, going back to like, you were so cautious and did all these things. I I think even, you know, if it's early steps of dating or, Anytime you're meeting up with somebody who you don't know that well, like get there a few minutes early. Tell the bartender, Hey, I'm on a date. Like exactly. just look out for me. Like mm-hmm. anything like that, I think, is just an extra
1: right layer
0: of coverage that you have. Yeah.
1: And like tell your friends too, like you're going out. Like tell them yeah. like if
0: you, you know Don't if you don't, don't get, hear from me. Don't hear by from this me, time. like something's wrong. Um Yeah. Like if somebody, if somebody was tracking your location, like a friend and saw that you were just like in a parking lot or on the side of the road, like, yeah, (laughs) I know, you know, yeah. I will
1: never, I find my iPhone is like my best (laughs) right now because I, my mom, my friends, like they all have it activated. So I'm like, if I'm out and you see that I'm like in some scary place in the city or like
0: Somewhere I shouldn't be. Like like something's uh, wrong. Ring the alarm. (laughs) Exactly.
1: No, but you can never be too careful and just, um, you know, find guys with the right intentions who are going to treat you right. And then you don't, you know, have to worry as much.
0: Hopefully, Absolutely. Okay. My last question. Great. And you know, this is coming. What is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received?
1: Gosh, I feel like I've received... So definitely my mom has always wanted to like fill me in on, she, she gives me a lot of dating advice, um, based on my poor path I've gone in the past with men. Um, so her, one of the things she told me is that, um, when you, when it's right, it's going to be easy. So you're never going to have to second guess whether he's into you, whether he's, um, you know, seen other girls. Whether you know he wants to go out with you, it's just going to be easy, and you're going to know that. And that's what I'm I'm waiting for and looking for. So I know when I do meet the right person, I'm not going to have to have all the worry and anxiety that I've experienced in the past. So um,
0: I, your mom's the best. She is. Yes, <laughs> I know she should be like a I don't know a podcaster or something. That she would, if do. she ever wants to come on, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Well, yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. And I, it's so right. And I have no doubt you will find that.
1: Thanks. Me too. I'm I'm excited. So yeah. and congrats on your engagement.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I trust me, I definitely was not on the right <laughs> path for a very long time. But we turned it around and we exactly. got there. That's good. Well, thank you again so, so much for being here. And to everyone who listened, thank you for tuning in. Please, please send this to a friend who would benefit from hearing it. Anyone who's out there dating, start these conversations with your friends. Just the more we talk about it, the better off we all will be for it. so. So true. Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own unfiltered dating stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people.